0: Hello, this is the Travelling Through podcast. I'm your host, Emma, and today's guest is Jorge Gareth. He's been in London for 10 years and has recently set up Romantero Books, bringing books originally written in the Spanish language to a wider audience. This is Jorge's story of London, the world and life. Okay, I'm here with Jorge Garif. Hello, Jorge. Hello, Emma. How are you? So, um, very well, thank you. And it's lovely that you've Found the time to, to catch up with me. Uh, we've had a couple of failed attempts to, yes. to meet up, but finally um, we're sitting in. It's near to right next to Hoxton Station. Yes, correct. And uh, Jorge, you worked with me at Traveling Through for a very short period very short of time. time. Um, a very was, nice time. <laughs> thank you. It was fun having you working with us in in the bar mm-hmm. um, at Traveling Through. And then you moved on, you ch- you changed direction actually, you moved from working in the neighbourhood to another uh-huh, part, of part of London and we kind of lost touch a little yeah, bit. But yeah, then it. I heard, I think you got in contact yeah. with me to say that you've started an online bookshop. Uh-huh. So I thought this would be fantastic to come and hear what you've got to say and yeah, your experiences definitely. so far. But initially you're from Spain, uh-huh. And but I forget which part of Spain. I'm from the
1: north of Spain. Uh, an area called, or a county called Navarra mm-hmm. which is next to the Basque Country, so it's in between the Basque Country, France and Aragon.
0: Okay, so what's the nearest town? Uh, or the ones?
1: main town, uh, the main city is called Pamplona, Pamplona where okay. the wallpipes run in the streets oh, uh, in July. okay, Dubai. so
0: the, that's where the um, San Jacques de Compostela, or actually the French uh, well, were, It's, it's the Yeah,
1: it's part of El Camino. It the Camino. The north p- part of the country is part of the Camino. Okay. Yeah.
0: so you grew up with pilgrims walking through um, your, your town or village at the time? Not or? that many because
1: at that time it wasn't as popular as, as it is now or, or as it was or it has been for the last 10 to 15 years yes. and also because my town doesn't have uh, any um, monuments I would say okay. uh, they don't go through there but the city which is 4 kilometers from my town yes, it has a lot of uh, Romanic and Gothic churches and palaces and yeah over through there they, they go and it's it's yeah. a really nice town.
0: And have, have you walked the Camino yourself?
1: Uh, no, never. Uh, never. <laughs> I think that's quite, quite true of many Yeah, uh, I, I really want to do it, yes, <laughs> not because of the faith, but mainly because of the the walk by itself and what yes. you discover in terms of uh, art history. I mean, I studied fine art, so for Did me you? it would be yes. you know, uh, fantastic to explore and see all the small towns, churches. Discover the gastronomy, the local gastronomy, which mm-hmm. I think is one of the main things, yes. and also to make friends, which is something that a lot of people yeah. uh, go for to yes. m- meet people. Actually. Yes, yeah, yes.
0: yes. And the the, the the degree you did, fine arts, was mm-hmm. that in Spain? Or yeah, that
1: you... was in Spain. So um, back in time, because now I'm so lost about degrees. Uh, <laughs> back in time, it was five years. So yes. I did four years in Valencia. Mm-hmm. Um, which light. is a beautiful. It's city a beautiful city, completely different to the north. Yes. Uh, the light, the Mediterranean light, is uh, yes. is fantastic. Yes. And then the fifth year, I went up to Bilbao mm-hmm. in the past country, uh, and I finished there. And uh, and then after that, I moved to Barcelona to do an um, anime that I never, at the end, I never studied.
2: Okay, but well, didn't know. <laughs>
0: You were having too good a time. Yeah, well, whatever. you know,
1: it's like I finished five years of university and then I moved to Barcelona with this idea of doing a, an MA. I got in the, into the MA and then I didn't get the, the funds to, to study. It was a private university. Okay. So it was just like, you know, my family was like, well, three, you know, five years after the union, now you're asking for another um, one and a half is a bit too much. Yeah. So I never I never did it. And to be honest, I was regretting so much back A few years ago, but now I, I'm really pleased. I I did into didn't, it because yeah. it was what I was blogging. it going to be? Uh, it was about um, public spaces and sculpture in the streets, public art, etc. Et oh, so it was really know. interesting. Yes, but yeah. now that I work, I've been working with architects in London for for nine years. You know, I, I have another point of view about yeah. public art or yeah, mm-hmm. public spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, Going to a private university to learn about that, I, mm-hmm. I have a different opinion. No, so yes, I'm, I'm yeah. great, Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm good, at. I feel good that I didn't do it, yeah, basically. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So what brought you to London?
1: Well, um, when when I was living in Barcelona, mm-hmm. um, that was 2008, so it was the beginning of uh, the previous crisis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I lost my job, right. uh, which was uh, in a photographer's fashion, photographer's agency. Mm-hmm. And, and I only had the other job that was giving me uh, income. So it was in a clothes shop, which is what you do in Spain when you finish your year. Either you go to a pub here in UK in Spain, yes. you go to shops. You go to shops, um, you go to retail. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so I was applying to a lot of uh, scholarships and funds and grants and, and I got one to study English. Yes. In London for two months. And I was like, you know, I was 23. So like, I never been in London. I really want to go to London. You know, I got uh, this grant, so let's go. So I came to study English
0: mm-hmm, for,
1: mm-hmm. Two, for two months.
0: In London specifically? In London,
1: okay. yeah, in a, in a language school in Whitechapel.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: and okay. ten years later, here I
0: am.
2: <laughs> still, you've never still <laughs> <learned in> English. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I think your English is extremely Thank good. You. But
0: what is fascinating in this whole story that you've told me so far is that you haven't mentioned books, and yep. yet now books... Have become a key element of uh-huh, your next journey. Yeah. Your yes, life yes, journey. definitely.
1: So I I like to read, and I always uh, enjoyed reading. Um, yes, as I said I did fine arts in Spain, and then I was working. I, I never was this kind of person who spent a lot of hours in in the studio painting or drawing. I was never that. I was more into organizing things. Mm-hmm. Um, so here in London, I was organizing events for, for offices in terms of hospitality, cultural events, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, et cetera. And I always wanted to do something else, like have my own space, gallery, event space, uh, cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> so then, it's like traveling through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then to to uh, my very big uh, best friends, uh, Lucia and Diana. They were always like, well, you love, reading? Why don't you?" something together, like bookshop or like a very small artist uh, books corner, something. Um, and I have this, this idea in mind for, for the last two years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So basically, uh, with this lockdown number one yes. uh, that started in March, I was put on parallel for four months or five months. So I, I realized that I had, a, I had what I didn't have before, which it was Time. Yes. Yes. So I, I use it. yeah I use that time to think and then to to start with this project. So I have to learn from books discounts like how much do you pay them to the distributors? How much do you buy them to the distributors, mm-hmm. publishers, etc. 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 To shipping books. To contacting a friend who's a graphic designer to do their graphic identity setting up the book, um, the website, and mm-hmm. the online shop. Um, so, yeah, the project you know, started in March-ish, yeah. and then by June, the shop was uh, was already working. The online shop is an online business okay. at the moment, and the, the name is called uh, Romancero Books. Right. So, Romancero is an Spanish word, which is a collection of romances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say romance, but it's not... Romantic. It's about uh, Middle Age yes. stories. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to to have an um, Spanish War in the name. Yes. And then books because I'm in London. I'm in UK, so I have to you know there has to be a connection with yes yeah, with yeah. Uh, with the English uh, literature. I would
0: say. Mm. Yeah. And the the focus of your of the books at the moment are very much. Books in Spanish to mm-hmm. to a Spanish audience yeah. living in London. Yeah, uh, um, but the fact that's online actually means you could actually distribute to anywhere in the world.
1: Yeah, um, so the, the, we have books written in Spanish, uh, but also in Catalan, Basque, Galician, um, yes. and not only. So I don't like to say books from Spanish; I say books published in Spain is mm-hmm. to be more open, okay, and yeah. also in Latin America. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, you can buy whichever book has been published in Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may not have it, but you can order it, and I yes. will move mountains, as we say in Spain, <laughs> to <laughs> bring it same. to you if I can. <laughs> um, so, and then you can buy them all around the world. Yeah. But at the moment, it's only focusing in the UK, okay. Uh, because in in order to be able to sell around the world, I need to learn. know how to do I need to learn in terms of uh, uh, legislation. Uh, outside the, the UK, mm-hmm. which uh, mm-hmm. I believe is going to be a little bit more complicated
2: from January.
0: Yes. So oh um, yes. Yeah, of course. So, in fact, I mean, firstly, the t- the name Romanchero, mm-hmm. So you're you're talking. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. correct. Yeah. Um. So you're, you're talking about the the romantis mm-hmm. So, is that because that's what you were interested in reading growing up, or, um, and and from that is is that's not the focus of, of the kind of books that uh-huh. you are selling to your customers
1: well the so name both, yeah. yeah the name comes because i thought it was a very nice metaphor of what the bookshop is mm-hmm. so it's a, as as we say romancero is a collection of uh, romances yes. so the bookshop is a collection of romances in mm-hmm. a very metaphorical way yes. so it's a collection of books from Know, new releases, to shorter stories, to uh, paperback editions, to poetry, to um, new LGBT voices, to um, women writers from the Silver Age of the Spanish literature. So it's a collection of many, 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 many different types of literature yes. that it creates a romancero, I okay. would say, which is, and um, romancero is the project, the bookshop.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: But I'm, I'm so into reading fiction, that's, that's yeah. true. And the good thing about setting up this project, or one of the good things, is I discovered reading uh, poetry. Mm. Uh, I have done a few talks already with uh, or events with poets. Yes. And they have read poetry. And it's really nice to read it and also to listen to it. Yes. It's really, it's it's beautiful.
0: That is very fascinating because I had exactly the same experience opening a bookshop. Poetry was as far away from my mind as I could. You know, but it, it wasn't I didn't think it was going to be a big thing yeah but in fact it was the poets who came to the bookshop first and they were the ones who got me into poetry and, and modern day poetry and yeah. it's so different to what I was taught at school and it's fascinating and interesting and it's yeah, dynamic yeah and, yeah yes. and so much more than I had believed it to be, in my very narrow-minded narrow yeah. perspective of what poetry is. No, no, definitely.
1: It's something really nice.
0: Yeah, so that's interesting that you've had the same kind of Well, you um, were
1: my boss. Experience. I learned, you
0: know. From the book. Well, maybe that's <laughs> one. Um, but in terms of the how you categorize the books, and mm-hmm. how have you gone about it? Because, I mean, there are so many books out there. Yeah. How do you decide? Have you put them into categories of by, by country or by style or by genre or um, what's yeah your focus? That's, that's
1: something uh, that's very interesting because that was one of the main points when I set up the, the project or when the project started and is I didn't want to put the books by publishing houses oh. so I I already have in mind some concepts mm-hmm. like as um, I say like a new LGBT voices so there is a huge number of uh, new writers mm-hmm. writing about LGBT yes. now in Spain or in Mexico, in you know, Colombia, other countries. And I, well, I'm gay, so I really mm-hmm. wanted to support this yes, uh, yeah. as a, You know, as from the starting point. Also I wanted to, I'm very into, well, I'm Spanish living abroad, so I'm very into exile and diaspora, mm-hmm. so there is a whole section of literature written about this, and not only during the civil war and the dictatorship, but mm-hmm. also... People who left Spain after that, and yes. in a kind of exile, like like me, I would say. Yes. Um, there is another section about Lorca, the mm-hmm. poet, yes. which is not only about what he wrote, but also about other things, other books have been written uh, about um, his poetry, his plays, about his stories, fiction about him too. So that to create these categories was something that I I put a lot of energy and. Mm-hmm. um and it was very thoughtful because I really think that this is what is this disting- distinguished from distinguished, mm-hmm. distinguished from from Romantero books and from other from other uh, bookshops
0: okay yeah. and and the, sp- the um the, the spanish-speaking I say, mm-hmm. diaspora living in London how are you connecting with them because that's quite a difficult yeah way th-
1: that's that's that, that was and that is quite difficult because it's... N- for I mean, it's not only to contact friends and friends of friends, mm-hmm. which I already done and I am still doing. Yes. Um, but there is, you know, at the end, there is a whole. Um, there are more than one hundred and seventy thousand Spanish people living in the UK, mm. which is a medium city, you know, yes. Spanish medium city, which is a lot. Yes,
2: yes. And
1: then on top of that, you you have everyone living from other Latin American countries. Yeah. Plus the English people that they learn languages because mm-hmm. there are so many too. Yes. um so I contact friends of friends friends of friends through Facebook Instagram um sending emails yes and also the Spanish organizations based in the UK they are there to support projects like, like this one mm-hmm. and they they really support yes. the Cervantes Institute they interview me and mm-hmm. they post the interview in the blog and that reached an audience that uh, you know I couldn't
0: you couldn't have By myself, yeah.
1: and that has been great. Yes. Uh, then the Office of Cultural and Science, Scientific Affairs of the Spanish Embassy here in London, the same, they reach an audience that I can not reach, yes, and yeah. they support Roman Books with three contemporary literature talks that mm-hmm. we, we did at, mm-hmm. the, at the end of summer. And uh, they were screened in YouTube, so they were also posting all the cultural offices of the Spanish sympathies around on the wall, so that, you know, that reach more, 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 more people. Yes. I mean, we just started, or I just course, started yeah. five, six months ago. So
0: you actually launched the, the, the bookshop online in
1: June. In June. Yeah, so in, yes, mid-June.
0: So it's still a baby. Yeah, baby, it's still
1: it? a super baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even yeah. six months old, no, almost not, six yes. months old.
0: <laughs> yeah, so any podcast listeners listening to this mm-hmm, discussion, this one, yeah. um, we'll put in the show notes all the links so that if they have any contacts or ideas also or want to connect with you, they can can do that. I think like everything is is particularly when you're coming from from abroad, from another place and moving to another country, a different language, is you want to immerse yourself in that language. But there are also moments when you just want to read or listen to things in your own language. Uh-huh. It's, like it's, it's your way of switching off and, relaxing mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. and yes. I can see that from Plano, books mm-hmm. will, will, will be a part of mm-hmm.
2: that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And is the idea eventually to have an actual bookshop one day? Yeah, that, that's my this, this? Yes.
1: dream, uh, perhaps when the baby is two years old or yes. over two. Yeah. So yeah, the idea is to have a proper bookshop, cafe, similar to the one that you that mm-hmm. so you have a bookshop, cafe, event space, yes. you know, where we can do the talks that we were doing on Zoom live to have our book uh, book reading club, etc., etc., etc. But it's funny what you point out about reading in Spanish to switch off from English because I actually do that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I <can laughs> Like, imagine.
1: I'm very, um, to be fair, it took me years to, to be able to read fiction in, in English. Mm-hmm. So I started reading uh, a place. Because it was easy for me to understand and yes. to read. And then gradually I moved to fiction. And I love reading fiction in English, but um, the book has to be very catchy for me to read after work, I would say. Right. So I'm very up to uh, to reading in English on my way to work or in the mornings and at the weekends. But after work, when, you know, when we all feel really tired, like yes. after dinner, I can only read in, English, in Spanish. In Spanish. Sorry. because. Yeah. Yeah. I keep, the, you know, I follow up the story, but that relaxes me. Yes. I don't need to make this est- extra uh, effort. <laughs> effort.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now that's, um, I mean, that's one of the things with having worked abroad quite a bit and meeting people from all different parts of the world and, and how everybody is expected. or like where I was working certainly, um, everything was written in English, and they had to read in English, and, mm. and I always used to think wow it must be really hard for people from particularly languages like i don't know swedish language or yeah where, where do you get hold of you know the books in your own language when you're in a remote place yeah, exactly. not, yeah. unless it's online obviously spanish it's slightly easier I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. imagine. but i i know when i had the bookshop there, there was a, a guy used to come in and he he was married to a south american lady i forget i think it was uruguay actually she was from and he was always looking for for books uh, South American uh, books uh, written by uh, South American okay, authors, writers, yeah, or writers um, that he could read to understand uh, what they were about because he yeah. his Spanish wasn't good enough. Yeah, I see. So I'm just wondering, in the reverse, have you are you thinking about having some of the books that uh, yeah. are in Spanish yes, and yes, English yes. so That's, to yeah. appeal to, yeah. to widen your audience uh, and, and also widen our eyes to the number of spanish Yes, yeah. well there are. is um
1: that's clearly one of uh, one of the uh, new projects for 2021 mm-hmm. uh, to have books translated into english uh but, but written in spanish by mainly latin american writers so mm-hmm. it is true that in the last five to ten years it has been a, a huge uh, movement of publishing literature from Latin America into English in, in the UK. Yes, yes. Uh, there is this fantastic uh, publishing house called Charco Press. Mm-hmm. The Carolina, who is her director and editor, is, is, uh, sol, as we say, is a son. He's a son. is really, really, really nice person. Yes. And, and yes, we're going to have the Charco Press books from next week, I believe.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Uh,
1: and I'm in contact with Fitzgeraldo, another publisher, like Another Stories, because they are publishing books written in Spanish originally, and not translated into English, and also because there is an audience. Mm-hmm, yes. No, you know, it's, it, there is an English audience yeah, yeah. that they want to read and know other ways of uh, thinking, feeling, writing, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. It, it was not happening uh, in the past. No, I,
0: no. I mean that's what we strove to do with traveling through, is to, to uh, try to get as many books translated from around the world, mm-hmm. as we possibly could do that, and I know even in the time that I had the bookshop which was just five years, um, how that movement of, of translation has developed uh, yeah. it, amazingly. I mean, the motivation behind it is is huge, and I think there's a lot of money going into it, finally. So yeah, finally. Because, okay. I mean, it takes years to learn a language to, mm-hmm. to such a, a degree and extent that you would, could read fluidly and understand The nuances of it as Mm -hmm. well. So to have both is. is, I think it's really
1: interesting, yeah, to have like the Spanish version Mm -hmm. and then the English version. And as you say, with your ex uh, client and his wife, uh, there are so many couples in in the UK that one is from abroad the other one is from here like my my, you know my couple is english Mm -hmm. um he's a translator actually okay (laughs) Okay. he's a a german translator so my house is also full of uh, german German books
0: books.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah that that happens so so much and 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 it will even more and i think it's very interesting because then you encourage your partner to learn your language and then you have the option to so how i was translated into english etc etc and then if you have Children, friends, that you can pass that books exactly. over, and yeah. they can, yeah. They can so learn so
0: you're know. actually focused at both oh, ch- at children's level too. Um, or will that come?
1: Y- yes, and no. I mean, yes, we have books for I have books for children. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, so many. I'm mm-hmm. more we'll focused into uh, adult and know, fiction, yes. yeah. but that is one of the things I really want to improve for the next year because of the same reasons as as we said before. There are so many Spanish and Latin American people living here yeah, yeah. that they are having babies yeah. and kids, and they want to teach them their uh, mother tongue because yeah. they don't. They feel bad if their kids they don't know well, how to communicate with their grandparents, for exactly, example, or but it's family. Also,
0: it's such a it, it's um, an opportunity. Yeah, well exactly. For yeah, their yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to be bilingual, yeah, and, and, or multi, or multi, or bi- yeah, yeah, or, bi- or, bi- or whatever yeah. from the very start. Yes, exactly. I spend a bit of time living and working in France and, in, and mm-hmm. in that time trying to help my French, I was also picking up books that actually was English on one side and French on the other. I yeah. don't know whether that's that it was just a trend at the time. Um, uh,
1: they, they're still existing. They yeah. are there. Um, I haven't gone through that yet, mm-hmm. but definitely it's one of the things that in 2021 yes. I want to. Have that option yes, in yes. their in their bookshop too. Yeah, yes,
0: I mean, I know at the start that you, there's so many ideas, and the more That's you do, the many. more you realise you can do, and it's yeah. actually deciding
2: what um, to say yes, what I to would say, say yes yes no. to exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: And I think you're do- going about it the right way, starting small and expanding it. Yeah, as you, as yeah. As yeah. Otherwise, it's it.
1: it's it's complicated.
0: It just becomes overwhelming. Yeah, anyways. yeah. And I also yeah. have
1: a regular job, like Monday to Thursday. Yeah, I have yeah. to, you know wake up, come to work, focusing <laughs> in the outfit, and then it's it's really funny because since I opened Roman Federal Books, I'm not reading at all, I don't have time to no. read books. Well,
0: exactly, I had the same problem, I didn't read a book, well I managed I think to read the book club book through completely in about three or four times, but the rest of the time. Mm. I only got halfway through it and that, that was it, yeah. that was really it's the uh, the wailing story. Yeah, exactly. Of a of, yeah, the
1: owner. no romantic part of the no. of having a bookshop.
0: Exactly, exactly. In terms of setting up a business mm-hmm. in in the UK, uh-huh. what challenges have you faced? Cause I can <sighs> imagine. Was a <laughs> I can demo. imagine. Yeah, I mean, it was challenging for me, and I, you know, I'm from this country. Yeah. but for you, it must have been.
1: Well, I'm, I'm a sole trader, so yes. um, I guess that was a little bit easier than uh, having a LPP, mm-hmm. to use a terminology. Yes. Um, it was difficult because um, the items of the business, that were imported from abroad. So first you need to learn how much is that going to cost? Mm. Um, if it's going to be, you know, profitable or not? Do I need a VAT? Uh, so I contact the, um, the booksellers association. Mm, yes. I contact friends that they work in the publishing industry in Spain. And at the end people give you information but at the end no one has um, the, you know the, these the steps of how to do some things. So I remember I, I raised the name, I raised the 15 and then I just try. So I, I contact one publisher in Spain, yes, based in Asturias, mm-hmm. in Gijón, and I order uh, twelve books from them, yes. and we try to see okay. if there will be a stop in you know in, the, um, in at the airport uh, they were So then two other friends that I have another business here in the UK, um, uh, we have family that they sell um, uh, children uh, clothes. They recommend me to get an EORI number, which is it's kind of. Bad. A number that allows you to import uh, goods from yes, the yes. EU, and then reading from top to bottom the cop dot um, recommendations and asking <laughs> one million questions to my boyfriend because he is English uh, and he's the one that he you know he has done like fifty percent of yeah. uh, of these two because I have so many questions <laughs> <laughs> and he was not asking. He
0: was, yeah, he was very, it, very yeah, patient yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. but I mean. Also it's just it's very dry reading, you know. Yeah, it's very dry and at the beginning there's so many other questions. You can see it from a perspective which the dry wording on a page doesn't give you an answer to, so it's Yeah, no,
1: no, it's like no 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 at all. Like
0: sometimes it's interpretation of yeah, the words yeah exactly, as well. I'm just yeah, trying, But you're you scared saying.
1: because you're you know, you're putting your savings there and like yes. I'm doing right. No, I'm gonna lose everything, what's gonna happen? So then you try and then It is true that the moment the first box of books arrived home, I was the happiest man on on earth. You You know, I took a (laughs) picture with a book, I sent it to the publisher, I opened the box, I, I took another picture with the books to the publisher, to my family. So, it's the, you know, then you you have the, the nice. Yes. The yeah. And the first book you sold. Is, yes. Is I still like, remember the first book I like sold. You, you know, I think my whole family, friends in London, everyone, neither i saw one book <laughs> because it's something really really exciting because it, yeah.
0: it makes it real it makes yeah, exactly. it real. suddenly all that planning and yeah. thinking and agonizing and um, preparing yeah it, it's it's
1: it's it's true it's happening it's, it's happening. real yes. Yeah. yes it's um it's really really nice when that happened and also suddenly as you say the project is uh, was opened 6 months ago so we yes. had a baby yeah um and at the beginning, I was contacting all the publishing houses, all the distributors. But then four months later, publishers or small publishers, independent publishers, which are the ones that we uh, support yes. or we try to support more than the big ones. Yes. Um, they, they were contacting me saying like, hello, we saw you on Instagram. We saw you or this author told us about you. So when they have to contact you because mm. they want you to work with them, that's something really, really nice too. Yes, yes. That, that. And
0: at the moment, you're, you're actually having to squash all that work uh, and, and uh, discussions with publishers and mm-hmm. authors directly, I suppose, into one day in the week. Yes. So,
1: the, um, the full day for remoncero is Fridays. Mm-hmm. November has been a really busy month so it was Fridays and every single evening right. of the week I try but it's not, it's not working at the moment um, to do not do many things every evening mm-hmm. but I have to because I have to reply yeah. to emails at least yes. for one hour every yes. every evening yeah so I know I mean this is a job too but it's a, it's a patient mm-hmm. patient yeah um, so I you know I I go home. I switch on the computer and uh, replying emails and researching for new books. It is a job, mm. but for it's not a job. It's it's pleasure. It's something really pleasant for, mm. for me mm-hmm. to, to do. Yeah. So yeah. I usually do this with a beer or a glass of wine. Yeah. You know, because it's like I this is it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. It's yeah. it, I really wanted to do this, and yeah. I really hope one day I can do this mm-hmm. full time. Full time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think they know I've read the publishers that. you reply to most of my emails on Fridays.
0: <laughs> yes, so they got used to that bit. Yep. Okay. So coming to London just as an individual and mm-hmm. um, before you set up the bookshop and you were learning English, from from that moment when you came as a twenty three year old uh-huh. to now, what have been the challenges that you've you've faced?
1: Um, wow. Well, uh, well,
0: Was there anything specifically that, that stands out that, that wasn't perhaps a challenge at the beginning, but uh-huh. now is it not?
1: Yeah, well, f- first was the, the language, yes. to learn the, the language in order to get a job, or mm-hmm. to get a better job. Mm-hmm. Then was to get um, a better job, I would say, and, and then was like, okay, I learned the language, I have a job, now what do I really want to do? Mm-hmm. With with this job, with my life, what do I really want to do? Uh, I, I guess one of the challenges or challenges where is a thought, and it's, a, it's a, the one that um, how long I'm gonna be here for. Mm-hmm. You, I never came with a two months mindset up or two years, as many people come after uni here for two years learn the language, yeah. have a little bit of experience and then and then leave. I never came with with that idea in mind, so. And, it, and it's been 10 years. Yeah. So um, now that I am growing older, I would say, uh, <laughs> I always think, like, how how long I'm going to be here or, or when I'm going to come back, because I do want to come back at mm-hmm. some point to, to Spain. I just don't want to come back when, you know, I don't have teeth and I'm 60, <laughs> 70 years old and, you know, I don't want to be the Spanish British going to Alicante. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes. So I would love. I would love to go back when I'm able to work to, to do the things and to be able to go out. But that is more than a challenge. It's an idea in my like how long I'm going to be here. Mm-hmm. How longer I'm going to be here for?
0: And um, do you see uh, uh, Roman Territ? Yeah, I keep saying it wrong. Roman Territ. Uh huh. Um, as being part of that story, yeah, yeah definitely. You will take yeah this six-month-old baby, and yeah. it will grow up. I mean, with you I think wherever you take it.
1: Yeah, one of the good things about Roman or one of the yeah, one of the good many things is that the project has allowed me to reconnect with Spain and with uh, culture in Spain. Yes. because I left when I was twenty-three. Yes. I was really young, so I only went to uni and then I lived.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't have any experience working in culture. In, in Spain, mm-hmm. uh, more than doing fine arts at university, mm-hmm. um, and this is something that I really want to, wanted to reconnect, not only because thinking in, in the future, like what will I do here or over there, but also because and this is linked to what we were talking at the beginning, about having a break of reading or speaking in English. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to live in London, mm-hmm. I, I, I do, but at the same time, I have this uh, melancholic feeling, this, mm-hmm. uh, how they say in Portuguese, saudade, so feeling of, and this is something that I always think that I am missing something, yes. which is what is happening in my home country. Right. So every time I go there, I'm like, oh. I mean, for me, it was a shock one summer when I went to my hometown, and they play a song in a bar in the street parties, and everyone was singing it. Um, and I didn't know, which so was it, know. you know, <laughs> and that let me so aside, I was like, oh, wow, I don't know, and I didn't know, and that's why like, I didn't know, you know, what was published in Spanish, or yeah. kind of music, art, etc, etc, etc. So you feel a little left behind. And, yes, exactly, yes, exactly, exactly, so uh, for many, regardless how many years I'm living here for, I will never, you'll never become English,
0: mm-hmm.
1: regardless if you have the citizenship or not, so if I not 100% here and then I lost everything because I didn't catch up with what's happening there, I will be in no man's land. (laughs) (laughs) So in a way for me, this is also supporting or helping me to reconnect to to Spain and create alliances and relations, etc. And also in the UK because, sorry, I know I speak for England, but for example in the UK there are more than 750 degrees at universities that Spanish is is uh, you can learn Spanish yes 750 is ridiculous, it's, it's and that's ridiculous. I went I say that because I went through every single university <laughs> <Did you? laughs> to send emails to the teachers <laughs> but it's a lot mm-hmm. so there is clearly there is an audience and, yes. and people that they want to learn yes. Spanish they case. do yeah. yeah
0: because it's not just a language for Spain it's a language for the whole of the South American yeah continent, mm-hmm. uh, plus parts of Africa as well. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, Guinea
1: Equatorial, yeah. Philippines. Yeah.
0: Exactly, so it, it goes a lot further than than just one one area. Yeah, um, yeah. But what, what I find interesting uh-huh. for what you're saying there is too, with creating this online bookshop mm-hmm. and having this connection, creating it here in London and yet your roots are in Spain, is that even if you, or when you go back to mm-hmm. Spain, You'll still have your connections with London. Yeah, definitely. And, and so, you you will be taking that part of you and your growth, I suppose. Mm-hmm. In the last ten years, fifteen years, however, however many mm-hmm. years 20 you end up spending, years, yeah, twenty years, however many you spend here, you're packing up in a suitcase and you're just taking it. You're taking yeah. a bit of London and the UK yep. to Spain, yeah, and which is part of you. Too. Yeah exactly. So yeah, it's um, it's not. It means you won't be leaving. That behind either. No, so. I
1: think. Um, I mean, it's only you know. We op- I opened it six months ago, but I th- and I think it's just to say this. But I really think it's true. Like this will never left me. Same as you. You, you yeah. have a bookshop. and yes. You transform that energy, that bookshop into something else. Now. Yes. Yes. It's um, part. It's a. Yeah. It's a process. It's a yeah.
0: journey. So the podcast is a part of it. And yeah. The next step will emerge and. 2021. Okay. Hopefully. Okay. And we ask will... you what is it? Well, it may actually be in Spain. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> See you there. Okay. <laughs> See you there.
1: <laughs> You've been to Alicante? <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>. No. No. <laughs> Which is a beautiful town and county. Yes. And yes, and yes, yes. This, actually,
0: having said that, I haven't been to Alicante. I have been to Valencia. Though, actually, I Alicante Valencia. was the
1: last city i have been in 2020. Oh, was it? Yeah, because it was my boyfriend's birthday and we went there. Ah, okay. And. Yeah, and it's a beautiful city. Yeah, It's very 70s. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's because when the tourist uh, boom exploded oh, in okay. Spain, uh, you know, they built this kind of 70s yes. concrete blocks, etc., etc., which are really interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Coming back to my questions, because I had a whole list of questions and I can't <laughs> remember what I... I've got so carried away already. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Oh, yeah, so you mentioned about... The lockdown being clearly for you, it was a very great time for Uh you, and it allowed you to create the the bookshop um, online. But now that we have had a second lockdown, Mm -hmm. were you furloughed for that month in the second? No, no, no. um, I went back
1: to work full time
0: in August. Okay, so, um, but have you found now that you've opened the bookshop and with? second lockdown and you mentioned that november was a very busy month i wonder whether there's yeah. some connection um, between yeah that and people being at home and having more time to find you yeah i
1: think it was a combination of things some people knew about the project mm-hmm. already it's true that a lot of spanish people left london as soon as they could in summer
2: did
0: they to,
1: yeah to, to have uh, some months or some weeks or a week or five days in spain for holidays yes um and it's true that regardless, you buy books in summer to read in the swimming pool in yep. the beaches, etc. So you might not read as much as when winter or autumn arrives. So November went very well in terms of business yes. <laughs> because it was that combination of people know about the project already. Christmas is around the corner, so you start yes. maybe to buy things in advance, or maybe you just want to buy, you know, your two three winter. Books that you are planning to to read, mm-hmm. and if you have a lockdown that you can't do anything else, well, one of the best plans is to read, which yeah. is always a good plan. Of course, it is a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> Buy so books from the <laughs> <books. laughs>
0: So, in fact, with Christmas just around the yeah. corner, as you say, if you were to choose three books that you thought were exciting or from uh, the bookshop, from the bookshop, uh, you w- could recommend. Yeah, of Um, course. What would you you recommend? Oh, maybe not three, just recommend a few. What would you recommend that's new, exciting, Mm -hmm. or maybe old but translated and exciting?
1: Yeah, well, it's very interesting the question because I have a love story with one of the publishing houses Mm -hmm. called Automatica Editorial, like Automatic Publishing Mm -hmm. uh, Editions. So Lucia is the publisher who Mm -hmm. is my friend. Who is the one who guides me through this new wall? Yes. Um, they are specialized in translating Russian and Slovenian east of Europe literature into Spanish. Oh wow! Um, okay. And I have discovered such a great uh, authors because of them. Yes. Yes. So I highly recommend that. Okay. Um, they also have a couple of books in Spanish, but it's mainly literature from from that part of uh, of Europe and the Wall. Then there is another publishing house very small called Niños Gratis that they publish. They have a series of of books that are really small, like as big as your hand, more or less, Mm -hmm. regardless how big or small your hand (laughs) is. And uh, they are LGBT books. Mm -hmm. The stories are really, really, really catching. And then you have this extra thing, which is uh, the, the book or the cover of the book, if You remove that paper mm-hmm. uh, and you unfold it, it's a print that you can use, oh, right. you, know, you can hang you know, yes. it and hang it. Okay, and they have also published uh, the latest book, which is called Cabeza a Pájaros, from a very famous Spanish actress from the 80s mm-hmm. that is in uh, many Almodóvar's films. Her name is Marta Fernández Muro. Yes, and she wrote her first fiction, and it's, it's, it's really nice about her family, which is a very artistic family, kind of dystopian world-ish in Madrid through the 70s, 80s and 90s. Oh, wow. It's okay. really, really, that's really, really, really nice. And they're all in Spanish, and Spanish.
0: And yeah. so. And they're all in Spanish, yeah. I'm very excited about uh, yeah. English <laughs> publishers, here you, <know>, you are. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they need to get yeah, translated get. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you for, for that. And all those are on your site. Yeah, online shop, yeah. So uh, anyone listening can actually order those? Yes, yeah, definitely, okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Um. Just talking about uh, the future then uh-huh. of, of bookshops and being online, um, e-books and paperbacks and hardback books, which route are you taking at the moment um, or yeah. on this?
1: Well, at the moment, I only have printed books,
0: mm-hmm.
1: although it's an online shop and it would be easy to say digital books, I guess. But I really like the object, the books as an object. Yes. And, and I like to have them in my bag and touch it and feel it. Pass the page and, you know, write something. And I know you can do that digitally, but for me it's not the same. Mm. And call me romantic, call me all if you want to, I don't know. Um, but for me, I like the object. Yes. And I like to have the objects in my bookcase in yes. the living room. Yeah. Not yeah. to show off, just to have them there. They're your friends. And that, yeah, they're my friends. Mm. You know, like people have, other things, I like to have my books. Yes. Um, for the time being, we or I don't con- going to have digital books, but I won't say no for the, the future. It is true that the younger generations that that they were born in the digital world. They are
0: D- the digital. Everything they're digital. However, I think still, I mean, a number of young people used to come to the bookshop mm-hmm. and were so delighted that the book that they may have read on a Kindle or anything was there in paper the form. And they would buy it as a present. So I okay. think perhaps the way they view books is changing and its more it becomes more of a precious gift yeah. that you're giving. Yeah. And therefore, perhaps with that comes the delight in the cover and the, de- the design and the mm-hmm. detail is... Perhaps changing, so they become collectors' items, and therefore yeah, that, you can you will pay more for them. Too.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, we are in a in a moment of changing or yeah. changes.
2: Yes,
1: I mean, I you know I love to go to the cinema too, but I also have Netflix, or you know <laughs> I also watch things uh, online at yes. home. so I guess you know it's i I guess it's just to allow everyone and everything uh, or give a space to everything. Um, to be there. As I said, I don't have online books, but, mm-hmm. you know, maybe in four months I change yeah. opinion. And I don't have them no, because I don't want to or because I'm like, I hate them. It's because setting up a new business
0: yes, there's it's, already it's, a it's, lot to do. Yeah, it's a
1: lot to do. Yeah. And then you take really quick decisions. That doesn't mean that you are not going to review them in few a few months. Because, from, for example, I was saying that at the very beginning, I will only have books written in Spanish. Nothing translated in, into Spanish. That now I have things that they were written in yeah. Russian, Italian, French. Yeah. Um, you know, um, from Etopia, and and they were translated into Spanish, and now I have them in the bookshop too. Yes, so yes. you're evolving. It's, yeah, it's something like you. more organic than yes. than um, than dry or or yeah.
0: Okay. So, for people wanting to find you online, you have your website. Yeah, we which have the is, website. Um, Romantero. Romantero books books. Co.
2: .co. I, I went UK. for the dot co.uk. Oh, UK. well done. Okay, impressive.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that's for R O M A N C E R O.
1: R O M A N C E R O books.co.uk. Correct.
0: Co.uk. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're also on Instagram.
1: Instagram, Twitter is exactly the same, Gamponcero Books.
0: Perfect. So we'll put all those yeah. in, in the show notes. Great. I've asked you quite a lot of questions. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you would like to mention at this point?
1: Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> um, never buy on Amazon. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> Please. No. Not, not even to me, you know, there are other bookshops in UK. It's just. Because it's the big, it's in the small ones. And I can't believe, now that I am in this business, how it's possible that governments allow these monsters to mm. take over everything and don't pay any tax. Mm. And, you know, if it's not because of our taxes, then NHS go, doesn't work and uh, we don't have roads, we don't have uh, the vaccine, we don't have other things. So that's why it's vital and important to support not only bookshops, but your yeah. local businesses because we pay the taxes and we, well, I'm an online shop, but I pay the taxes. yeah Because of uh, this, I allow uh, companies, you know, from the courier to bring the books from Spain yeah. to the distributors in Spain to the distributors now in, in London and couriers here in, in the UK to, to give them a job. Yeah. And, it, yeah and not just a job because Amazon also gives jobs, but to give them a decent salary, mm-hmm. which I think is something very important. And it's important to make a statement about about this, to yeah. support the small businesses, um, yeah. and the small businesses can also be foils, in term, if you compare it with uh, Amazon, for example. So for
0: sure, yeah. for sure. No, I think it's a very good point to make about the small businesses, because particularly this year, uh, they have, in some areas, suffered so six, much. So much um, and if you don't support them, Disclosed. they just won't be here for us yes. in the future. And then the streets are empty. Yeah, the streets are empty and the character of the streets is lost. Completely. And what do we do?
1: Yeah, yeah, completely.
0: So before you go to that Amazon website... Check Romancero Books. Romancero Books. And yeah. if you don't find
1: a book, you know, it's really easy. Just send an email to hola at romancerobooks.com. Uh, and um, we will, as I say, move mountains to bring the book Jorge
0: <laughs> okay, will move to <laughs> mountains to make sure you have your book by Christmas. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or by the 5th of January. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> depends. But yeah, we will, yeah. Something which is really interesting is when someone asks you for a very rare book. Yes. Um, sometimes correct. you find it, sometimes you don't. Yeah. But it's yes. really interesting to, you know, that research. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, yes. and discovery for you. because. Yep. Sometimes you have never heard about it. Yeah.
0: Make... No, no, for sure. Can I shut up? It's okay. It no, no, no. <laughs> so we're actually sitting in this building in where are we? Exactly? Um, near um, to Hoxton. 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 Um, and is this an area that you're very familiar with, or is this a, of London? So uh, do you have? You're living here. You, you're you you're living in near Clapton. Mm-hmm. Is this your? part of London that you've you've moved to and you've loved or, you, or you've always been in? What, what is it about this part of well, I, Yeah, I
1: live here in Upper Clapton. Um, when I moved 10 years ago, I lived for a very short time in Canada Water, mm-hmm. then in Bermondsey. Mm-hmm. But then that was like, you know, your first year when you moved to London, you live in seven houses at, at <laughs> <Yes>. least. <laughs> so I was living in south of London for a very short time, maybe six months. And then since then, I always live here either in Hackney Week or by Victoria Park and now I've been living in Clapton for six years. Yes. Of course, there are other parts of London that are beautiful, but for me, London is Hackney because, not only because I like it, but also it's because where my friends live. And when you are a foreigner, your friends in London, they, they are your family. They are, yeah. They are your family, That's and they know more things about you, and you know more things about them than your family. Yeah. So you want to have them close nearby. to you, yes. close by, yeah. That's not, yeah. So I guess if it's not happening in the future, it can be total harm later, but this area because it's where my family lives. Yes, yes. I would say.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's a lovely note to end Thank you, <laughs> okay, Thank you so much. And to all you podcast listeners out there, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Do go to small businesses, please buy books. Check out Jorge's website at romantherobooks.co.uk. I hope you've been inspired. I certainly have, and it's been great to reflect back on when I started my bookshop travelling through all those five years ago, in fact, six years ago. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please do subscribe, please share with your friends, and if you have time, please give us a review and a rating. That would be fantastic. I hope you have a good week. We'll have another podcast guest next week. But for now, take care and thanks for listening.